1: Good afternoon. This is already Today's February 21st. The time is about 3.30 p.m. The DNNBC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. So if you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Um, go ahead.
2: Pranav?
3: I can hear me? Yes, I can. Um... Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my question. Um, so, my question is um, uh, I have applied for adjustment of status at, uh, and, and file 485. I'm waiting for my EAD card, uh, but I have to travel abroad. Um, is there um, a meth- method where I can uh, apply or request for an um, interim uh, EAD card? Because uh, the processing times for the current EAD cards are quite long. And I, my application. If you wanted
1: course, to travel, why do you want a EAD card? That's going to be advanced parole, not EAD though. So the reason is that right now, they are only adjudicating EADs, not advanced parole sometimes. So yeah, you can request an interim advanced parole if you want to, you can try.
4: Thank you. Okay,
1: okay then. But I don't know how to do it. Sometimes they allow it, sometimes they don't. Um, In this uh, conference call, if anybody is here to expedite anything, guys, I don't know how to do it. Next
3: person, please. Aravind? Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, so I moved to a new company and I filed my EB3, I-140 and 485 uh, last year, uh, August-September and also filed EB2, I-140 around same time. Now, uh, at that time I was current in EB3, but the dates have moved back. But now I'm current in EB2. Can I do interfiling to EB2 from EB3
1: does both i140s got approved
3: no both are in pending so i would recommend
1: I, I would recommend to get both of them approved in premium processing then it's up to you if you want to interfile or refile
3: okay is there any difference i mean any preference interfile or refile
1: uh, that's a very tough choice so i want you to watch this video and make a decision and don't make an appointment after this telling me it is clear okay
3: okay but uh, does the uh, i-140 of both needs to be approved if i just mo- refile or interfile it EB2 is strongly two?
1: recommended to have both i-140s approved it's not a must but it is strongly recommended next person please
2: thank you aparna Okay. Aparna.
1: Vishwanath. Uh, I, can't, I can't. hear you, Aparna. Good, Vishwanath.
2: Vishwanath.
4: Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Good, Vishwanath. Hi, Rahul. I have a question. I work for a non-profit employer and I have an employer B who is CAP subject willing to file my H1 through the lottery system. So you are working
1: for a non-CAP non-cap subject and you are on H1B right now. Do I take yes. that way?
4: Yes. Okay, yes. okay going. Uh, so uh, when can I start working for employer B and... Uh, if the start date is 10 1 can i uh, join in december no
1: you cannot join in december you have to join in october itself
4: so on october 1 what is the status uh, of both you will, be, and... you will
1: be you will be on cap subject immigrate you'll be on a cap subject uh, h1b so you'll be in a company b's uh, h1b
4: So if I want to go back to my employer A, so do I need to refile again?
1: You can refile or you can go to Mexico and come back.
4: Okay. And during this filing process, can I travel? Right now? No, you should not travel.
1: though. Which filing process? Right now you should not travel. If you're filing for this one, you will come to know on March 20th, whether your name is selected or not. And based on that, you can do the travel plan.
4: Okay, thank you.
2: Hi Rahul. Yes ma'am. Yeah, actually we downgraded EB2 to EB3 and our 140 is also approved and we got mm-hmm. EAD and travel card. So I'm planning to travel India next month Is it uh, best to go in uh, H1 or can I use EAD card? Uh,
1: Do you have a stamping of H1B in your passport?
2: No, I need to go for stamping.
1: This is a judgment call though. Um, I personally would use EAD.
5: EAD. So if I personally um, would,
1: and I want you to, there are some pros and cons of both the things though. When I was on in adjustment of status though,
0: I okay. personally
1: myself used EAD. I let non-immigrant status go. And if I tell you that, no, you should maintain the non-immigrant status, that shows only one thing that I'm trying to make money. I myself didn't do it. Yeah,
2: yeah. But if EBIT to go move forward, uh,
6: we can... You can
1: still you can still interfile, but you cannot refile the application if you if you use advanced parole and EAD, ma'am. Okay.
6: Okay.
2: So I can use EAD, right?
1: I didn't send it to you. You can. Okay. I said I used it. Okay.
2: Okay. okay. Thank. You. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Next person,
7: please. Manoj. Hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, So uh, my question is, my passport is expiring on uh, August and uh, I'm uh, going uh, to file an H-1B with an employer uh, this March. So uh, would there be any implications uh, uh, of that uh, because my passport is expiring in August? Zero, zip,
1: none. will not have any problem. Your passport should be valid on the day you file the H-1B which most probably will be between April 1st and June 30th. Not on March. It's only lottery you're applying. So since you told me that your passport is expiring in August 2022, I'm expecting that you're going to get selected in the first lottery. Okay. So your passport should be valid by that time. So so your H-1B will be, they will be giving from October 1st onwards to whatever date it is.
7: Okay, Uh, so also like if there is like a new passport between the petition and like the filing. That's fine, it it won't cause any problem. It it won't won't cause cause any issues. Yeah, Yeah. all right, yeah. Thank you,
1: that was my question. Next person, please.
2: Frederick.
7: Hi Rahul, am I audible? Yes, you are. Hi, Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I am in a confused situation um, because I work for a company A and I'm on L1A visa. And uh, last year, in the last 2021 cycle, Company B filed H1, and it uh, went through RFE, and I got it approved uh, just uh, last week. Uh, but now I like kind of changed my mind, so I'm trying. I just wanted to stay back with my L1A employer. There are two ways you can do it. Okay.
1: One, you can pay money to us. We'll file the change of status with all the money. Okay. Or you can just fly to Mexico, have a margarita,
7: and come back. Okay. So in the in the second option, uh, will there be any chances, because my change of status has already happened to H1, uh, will there be any uh, issues at the port of entry, sir?
1: No. No issues at the port of entry. I'm a bit concerned. What about your spouse, though? Are you married?
7: Yes. That was my uh, next question. Uh, Check my 2 cousin- with you. Yeah, my spouse and uh, kid—they uh, have also applied for. It was applied together by the employer B as a change of status. But it is still not uh, the status has not changed. It is still under. Take uh, a nice
1: vacation to Mexico and come back. or pay us lots of money, and take a risk. You go to Mexico and come back. You don't take any risk,
7: uh-huh.
1: and you don't take—you don't pay any money to us.
7: Can I travel to okay. Canada because I have a Canada visitor visa? Can I just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Go ahead. Canada is good. Okay, sir, and uh, thank you so much. And I have just a uh, couple of things. Uh, in the meantime, in December, the, my employer A has filed an L one A extension. Uh, I have an I ninety four on L one A expiring April twenty uh, April twenty twenty two April ninth. So um, you, can, you
1: can go. You can go and come back. Your okay. extension will be proceeded accordingly. Will not have any problem.
7: Okay, so it, it is independent of H one B, is it? Uh, this H uh, one B change of state? Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. You're fine. Your L two will still be processed if you do the. Canada option. Uh-huh. Have a nice Tim Hortons coffee and come back. Next person, please.
7: Thank you, sir. Thank you so much.
6: Uh, Rahul, we and have a review to... from...
1: Okay, go ahead. You can... Uh, from Srinivas. Okay, Okay, go ahead. Srinivas. Go ahead, Srinivas.
6: Srinivas. Okay, his mic is not working, I guess. Dharam?
8: Can you hear me, Rahul? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for taking time. Uh, I have a couple of questions, uh, both are in regards to the AC21 uh, portability uh, and uh, in regards to 485. Uh, I do understand that there is a 180-day rule Mm -hmm. after the 485 receipt date uh, to be able to qualify for this 485J under AC21 portability. Mm -hmm. First question is... uh, uh, if you uh, are separated before 180 days, for example, let's say on 160th day, but can you file this for uh, uh, j after 180 days? Uh, can you do that or not? You are separated just a few days before the 180
1: days. What do you mean separated though?
8: Like uh, uh, I'm currently employed, but due to the reorg, uh, there is a possibility that uh, I probably will be you know, laid off, uh, separated from the company before the 180 days, it is really in a few days, uh, plus or minus, so based on the, your responses, I would like to make some negotiation with the company. But hypothetically, if they terminate me or lay me off before 180 days, uh, right on the edge. But as soon as I basically move out of this company, find a com- employer B, I will have them do 485J because of the 180 day rule. But I got separated before 180 days, right on the edge.
1: Yeah, we don't know how they are going to act on it because This 180-day rule was not existing in the law. It was not existing in the regulation. They just put it on the website. So we don't know how they are going to interpret it. I cannot comment anything on it. Have I seen anybody who moved by just filing a 485J supplement? Have I seen anybody moving out? No, I did not see it. But then this is a different 485J supplement than the ones that we have filed before. Previously, there was no 180-day rule. So we have to see how they are going to implement it.
8: Is 180 rules under AC21, is it new? I thought 180 days has been always part of the AC21.
1: No, it was never part of AC21.
8: Okay. And uh, other follow-up question is uh, uh, when I move, let's say to employer B and file 485J with that new employer, can I also have concurrent uh, POM processing? The reason I'm saying is 485J, it is probably going to take 11 months to 19 months because of the slow processing that is happening. Can I have the same employer, new employer, do 485J accept that responsibility for 485, also do perm and uh, you know the 5140 as a, a separate filing just in case as a backup? Yeah,
1: they can.
8: Okay, so the only Next thing that, the only thing I'm sorry, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. The only thing you're not sure, the only thing you're not sure is uh, getting separated before 48 days. But if I'm if I'm resigning, getting what laid what off, is,
1: off, that's a perfect word. Not separated, okay? Getting laid off, yeah. Uh, definitely, we don't know about it. We don't okay. know how they're going to interpret. We don't know.
8: But if but if I, let's say, resign after 180 days, uh, if I negotiate with the employer, you know what? Let's do it this way. Where If it's 180
9: days, then you're
6: fine.
8: Okay, thank you.
9: Next question, please. Damneet? Hey Rahul. I've been a beneficiary of your H4 EAD three years back, so thank you for your service. Really sure. appreciate it. My, to the question, my priority date is January 20, 2013. Downgraded to EB3 in October of 2020. EAD was received uh, after after uh, requesting the cases outside of processing time. So that's when I got my EAD and everything. I also did my interfiling of medicals. So all that done. Now, considering that starting 1st of March, the date is becoming current. The question that comes to my mind is, hey, if I... Now move back to EB2. If I move back to EB2, uh, what I've seen in past is like at Texas Service Center, uh, the normal processing time for 485 is said to be 19 months. Now, if I move back to EB2, would they calculate my 19 months from the date of filing? That is October of 2020. And hence, from from the date of filing, not from the date of 485J perfect so 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 technically rahul to that point uh, my date is now current so i can call them up and say that hey 19 months are done now work on my case uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, uh. that 485j supplement is a discretion for them in other words they can accept it they cannot accept it
9: say suppose they accept it so i do get a receipt <laughs> then the receipt doesn't mean acceptance and when do I know whether it is accepted or not? Never. You will never know that. So practically, I will never be in that 19-month situation where I can just call them up that I'm out okay
1: well, You up. can call
9: them, but we don't know what they're going to say. Okay. 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 And one, one last question. Should I be, if I, if I change to 485J and uh, change back to EB2, should I be sending my medicals again? Or should I be sending my medicals because I never got an RFE? You should be sending medicals, period. I have already interfiled medicals. i already yeah. already
7: done that. So with that's that it. Then don't package get it. To
9: California with that package so, to California. Should I resend
1: no, that? No, you should not send that with the package to California. I'd recommend that you n- do not send it to okay. you, along with the medicals. Do you do not? Okay. Okay. And okay. I'll tell you, you why. Watch mm. this nice two-minute video for me. Okay. Mm. okay. <laughs>
6: Okay,
2: go ahead, next person, please. Thank you. sri Good afternoon, uh, good afternoon, Rahul. Uh, my sure. name is Suda, and uh, my priority date is April 1st, 2012. And uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, my one party is approved in April of uh, 2021. And uh, the date is coming on July 1st. And uh, my son's age is freeze on July 1st in EB3. And my EB2 has become current on December 1st of 2021.
1: When was I 140 approved?
2: Uh, April of 2021.
1: And your third EB3 final action date became current when?
2: July 1st, 2021.
1: When is your child becoming 21?
2: He turned 21 on January 17th, 2022.
1: Wow. Jan. 2022, okay, and now the priority date is current in February.
2: In uh, EB2, it is uh, current on uh, December 1st of 2021, when he was still 20, uh, 20 years, 11 months, I called the USCIS and level two officer told me, you don't need to refile, you don't need to enter file, just wait in the line. Now they changed the scenario. So, if I interfile now, I have. Why are you
1: calling these people?
2: Pardon?
1: They're not supposed to give you any legal advice, though. They're not trained.
2: In fact, they can be
1: prosecuted in the Texas law if they give any legal advice.
2: Okay. So, (laughs) only doctors
1: are supposed to practice law, only lawyers are supposed to give legal advice. This guy doesn't have the practice. They don't have unless they are lawyers, though. So right EB2 now is uh,
2: 6 months 140 pending time even though he turned it 21 now until july uh, of uh, 2022 he has is covered under CSPA so is it safe to interfile or is it keep quiet because it's only 3 months in eb3 that has to come as his age you know, is frozen
1: i would in your case i would mm-hmm. not do anything now okay okay Okay.
2: I but his age, is, prison, frozen, right? because, uh, is, age is
1: frozen, right? His age is frozen. In July yeah. of
2: 2021, his age is frozen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I just need Jule to Yeah, okay. I would
1: not do anything because we have CSPA <laughs> and then the, you have this extra I485J supplement
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I watch. What's the video that I sent you. It's good, very good. You watch it. Okay.
2: Great. Thank they you like nice.
1: to go like ants. Everybody mm-hmm. like. Something falls mm-hmm. in with <laughs> Leaf fell down. Leaf fell mm-hmm. down. They don't understand okay. it and you don't want to miss your child right now.
2: Got
1: it, sir. Got if I were you, I happily use the EAD and do nothing.
2: Got it, got it. Sorry, One more funny question. Do you think uh, April 2012 will come by October? Or do you
1: that, don't you? do ask me that question. I am <laughs> the worst guy to predict the dates. <laughs> Next, okay, so. I never predicted that September uh, October 2020, the prior, sorry, prior dates are going to vote October, uh, January 1st of 2015. Believe me. I still yeah. thought that it's going to be 2011 or 12. Next person, please.
6: Thank you.
2: Vidya?
6: Vidya? Yeah. Hi, hey, Rahul. Am I audible? Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to say, you know, I, I want to appreciate all your services so sure. far, you know, you are providing for a, a community relevantly. Now, sure. any region, any country you are providing the services. Sure. Okay, come to my question, you know, this is like a dumb question, but still, I every time I need to get the answer, then only I'll perform my action. So, sure. you know, I am I have like, you know, I am on a dependent to my husband. So, I am on, a, I have initial advanced payroll. And also, my husband got renewal, but he only got like a EAD only, not advanced payroll. Renewal advance payroll I'm talking about. So, but for me, I don't receive anything. I am planning to go to India right now.
1: Wait, wait, Let's wait, wait. When is your advance payroll expiring?
6: April. A first advance payroll will expire on April 4th. I have a three weeks plan to go this week. So, what do you okay. suggest? You have a year the approval also? No, I have initial, advance payroll, EAD approval. I do have.
1: When is it expiring?
6: Everything April fourth.
1: And you you already applied for the renewal for both the things.
6: Yes. Okay, but so I you plan.
1: Anything.
6: My husband got renewal EAD only. Whoa, 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 wait,
1: we're that. speaking about you. Okay, let's speak about your husband afterwards. Um, so you plan to travel. You come back in the month of March. Your yes. E advance payroll is valid until April two thousand twenty-two. I don't see any problem in your travel, ma'am.
6: Okay, my question is, yeah, I mean, if it is a pending or anything is fine, but you know, if it is a denial of a second renewal, I mean, what if the renewal? What about, I mean, should I, if I was there in India, is that will reflect for me?
1: Uh, First of all, the renewals of EAD in advance roles will not be denied, ma'am. You have a higher chance in dying in an air flight than this, okay? Yeah, my husband also says same thing. But I want next, to be same on next. Any other Thank
6: questions? You
9: so much. Okay, that's it. Okay, next person, please. Rohini, hey, uh, so Rahul, I have a question. The so same, uh, same like everybody else. I downgraded uh, to ev 2 to EB3. Now, actually, my priority date is April 2012. So i have i am i'm thinking to refile it to avoid taxes. my company lawyer is saying if you do a refiling there is a chance that USES may deny both of them no nope. so
1: none zip zero
9: no I actually I've been debating for one month so not agreeing and uh, the other question is my son oh we have filed and we got the refiling
1: approval too sorry 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 and here we already you. got the refiling approvals too
9: Oh, fantastic. So, my son is 17-year-old. I think he still have four years. I can still go ahead and do it, EB2 entry filing,
1: right? Yeah, because you, he saved there. He saved here too. So you yeah, got, I got all EADs and all in EB3. Is I-140 approved in EB3?
9: Yes, approved and I got EADs everything. Done. No,
1: EAD has nothing
9: to do with I-140, guys. Don't get confused. No, I, I know, ask you I know the question. question. Yeah, Okay.
1: Yes, right. so, so, as long as you don't use the EAD, you can file the 485. If you want our office to do it, your company has to approve it. We will we'll be willing to do it. Sure. Thank, fantastic. I'll do that. Thank you. You can send an email to info at rnlawgroup.com. Next yeah, person. I got it.
3: Ahtar.
6: Ahtar Hussain? Okay. Vinay Vijay
2: Singh?
10: Oh, yeah, Vijay. Hi. Hey, can you hear me? I also have opportunity. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So I have a situation where you know uh, I'm with a current employer who filed my four, uh, like my e- 485 uh EB3 downgrade. And I have eb E B2, I have a approved I140 with them. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, What is the priority date? Uh priority
10: date is May 2014. Okay. And and, and is your I140 have-
1: approved under EB?
10: Three, Not yet, not yet, but it will be very soon because they sent an RFP and company will back to that RFP, so they will, they will be doing it very soon. Is it time. a
1: premium processing?
10: No, regular, non-premium. Okay,
1: keep, okay, go ahead. Okay,
10: so I have a, I have another I-140 approved uh, on EB2 from a previous employer, which I never used that date for filing 485. Now I'm realizing that, you know, I could have used that because that priority date is April 2013 but my 485 has already been filed. So can I request USCIS to use my use a different priority date now after the fact from a different... Yes.
1: yes, you can. Yes. But my only... Yes, you can. My only problem is how do they get to do it is a major problem.
10: Okay. I have that approved iron 40 from the piercing price. You,
1: you should try. You should try. That's all I can tell you.
10: Can it have negative implications on my case if I try that?
1: No, it will not have negative implications at all.
10: And what is the mean of trying it? Like, do I need to send an application or what? Write do a I letter,
1: inter, Write a letter. your lawyer will write a letter to the USCIS indicating your project date is 2013, not 2014.
10: Oh, and it's a hit and miss uh, case, right? They may or may not. You don't
1: have much options there.
10: Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Thank
1: you. Next person, please.
11: Shwendo? Hey Rahul, uh, thank you for taking the call. So I do have a very naive question since I am a, like, you no know, first time changing my job. Uh, I'm working for a company A and uh, just, you know, after seven days, I'm just leaving the company. And uh, that company, uh, you know, second company that I'm going to join, it is, I have already approved, uh, like, you no know, a employee change. And uh, when the first company is telling me that uh, they uh, they want to cancel my H-1B and uh, I need wait, to- Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Is there company A, company B, company C or only company A and company B?
11: Company A and company B. The My current employer is company A and I'm going to company B. And company B you
1: is- already, on... You already got the company B's H-1B approval with the I-94.
11: Yes.
1: Who cares now about company A?
11: So the company a is telling me that uh, you need to like you know since earlier I didn't have that situation where it is approved, Recently, the company B got approved. The company A is uh, given me a ticket to fly back to India, and they told that we will be cancelling to your H-1B and we are submitting to I-94. They have given me already a flight ticket to return back to India. So what tell them you do? I'm
1: not. Tell them I'm not returning. I'm going back. Don't use the ticket
11: so i'll be returning them and uh, just cancel the tickets
1: yeah tell them i'm not leaving i've joined another company okay
11: okay will there will be anything uh, uh, like you know they can affect anything onto my current they can they can no win, sir no sir.
1: no sir they cannot affect you anything okay thank you next person please
6: manoj yeah
5: hi rahul can you hear me Yes. Yeah. Hi Rahul, thanks for all your service. And uh, my priority date is Jan 29, 2013. So in EB2, and uh, just like everyone, we filed downgrade to your form in November, 2020.
1: Uh, if so you downgraded right now, with our form, we have a separate conference call only for our clients on Thursday. You don't have to wait in line to ask the question. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. You can ask. Yeah, every Thursday we conduct a Zoom only for mm-hmm. our clients and you will get your chance. You will okay. get only three chances to ask the question. Not for more than three chances. Okay. 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 So send can an email go to the regular ask- email address, OCT email address. You will get the con- uh, Zoom call information. Good with your question, sure. since you are here. Sure.
5: Uh, since my uh, date is current in EP2 as well uh, in March bulletin. So, uh, would you suggest doing a, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking to do a refiling that way I can avoid a Texas service center. Uh, so are you hundred percent sure that refile would go to national benefit center or no, I'm not hundred percent sure. Absolutely no. not. Okay. But Absolutely what is the chance not. of ending up? Uh, I, it's Texas a 50, 50, 50, 50 chance. Okay.
1: And uh, would you suggest doing a refile or doing it? I would interfile? not answer that question. I did put a 10 minute, 11 minute video there. I want you to watch it, make a decision on that. There are certain sure. things that are very clear. I give it, I tell, go this way, go that way. I will do this way. I will not do that way. Here, I'm here and there, okay? I want you to okay. watch the entire video. If you still cannot make a decision, don't come to the mm-hmm. Thursday conference and ask me the question. Okay. Because my answer won't okay. change just because you might have paid me the money. Um, okay, but if you still can't make a decision though, on my behalf, give a coin to your spouse, let her flip the coin. Okay, heads mm-hmm. interfile, tails refile. If everything goes okay. through and you get the green card within the next three months, I should get the credit because I pointed out your wife's name. Okay. If something goes wrong, it goes to the Texas Service Center, we both will blame her. Next person, please. Thank you. I'll take the last caller and then I'll go to the questions, guys, afterwards. So if you have any simple questions, please uh, face them in the chat.
2: Arid?
12: Uh, yes. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for all your help. Uh, my att- Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, my attorney actually um, downgraded our petition from EB2 to EB3 in, in October 2020, and he actually amended it. And uh, currently um, my EB2 is, uh, is, um, um, is current and uh, is I-140 is not approved yet in EB3. And I know that uh, doing an amendment, we won't have our EB2 I-140. So a couple of questions. The first question is, since my I-140 is not approved, can we actually withdraw the petition and, uh, and uh, uh, you know, um, apply for the adjustment of status based on if at all my, in, uh, my old I-140 EB2 is intact?
1: Mm, You have a good point. So if you withdraw the amendment, will that be active? My only problem is you withdraw the I-140, they will acknowledge the I-140 three months down the line after the I-140 is approved.
12: but uh, i got an rfe so i have not uh, i haven't sent any ah, documents yet for oh RFP.
1: you got an rfe okay if you got an rfe they won't approve your i140 you can withdraw the i140 and go file then your i140 is actually refile
12: entire 485 file uh, refile the entire for yes okay and, and 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 in case in case uh, i140 does get approved um, uh, you know can i actually go back and uh, um, uh, file a new i140 Premium wait, e- wait, wait.
5: E- for EB two. No, 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 no. I- I'm 14... asking a
12: different question. In case I-140 gets approved, I- yeah. First can I all, actually...
1: No, yeah, you can. I you can refile the I-140 EB two. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you can you can refile in EB two, but not in premium processing and normal processing. File the adjustment of status and then
12: convert into premium processing. Okay. So so yeah, uh, eb2 uh, so i140 not premium you said regular processing file okay.
1: 485
12: then convert okay. into premium processing. okay and, and this this was when if i uh, if my i140 actually gets approved the eb3 That's correct right. That's okay right. That's thank right. you very much rahul
1: thank you let me go through these questions guys if you have any questions simple questions if you can phrase them i will try to answer guys um Ranji, sir, my previous job end date is overlapping with start date of the current employment on perm. Does it trigger an issue RFE for 485? Uh, Is it a mistake or is it something that happened though? If it's a clerical mistake, I don't see any problem. But typically though, we don't see RFEs on that. We will just automatically approve it. But if you are being called for the interview, i would rather want you to take a lawyer along with you so that if there is any questions the lawyer can qualify uh, answer it at that point of time uh, how can we use the law? premium processing is upgraded check if it's approved or not i mean it will be approved in 3 weeks If you have already used the uh, 485 uh, role change, can we still do the interfile for EB2? Absolutely, you can. I mean, you can do interfile or you can do V file also, Sai. Uh, Sean, yeah, you can go to if your H1B I94 is active. And you have used the EADR, you can just step out to mexico and get back an h1b and start using start using the uh, start using uh, then you can file the refile enter for application if you want to prior to december 2014 want to have two options uh, H-1B expires in 2020. Does it mean it's already expired? If it is already expired, you can file the H-1B, but you won't get the I-94 if your H-1B expired. You won't get the... I- oh, sorry. You're saying H-1B expires in June of 2022. Yeah, you, you can go to Mexico and come back just like the way I said to the other person and start using the H- H-1B instead of E A D if you're still working for the same company. Just go to Mexico, have a coffee, come back, you'll be good. Uh, Dharam, with regards to whether you get laid off or resignation, both are fine for the 180-day rule. So both both create the same problem if you try to um, undercut Yourself under the 180 days. It doesn't matter whether you resign; they let you go. It doesn't matter. It's all the same for us. Um, my wife's GC EAD is expiring on March 7, 2020. Filed a EAD and AP extension two weeks back. Can she continue to work beyond March 7, 2022? He is only asking about GC EAD guys, not H4 EAD. Absolutely, she can work. But she can only work for 180 days beyond March 7, 2022. And for all the guys, there is a little bit warning, guys. If your EAD is approved, check if it has an advanced parole approval in there too. Because recently we noticed that only EAD is getting approval. Advanced parole is not getting approved. Uh, Sean, uh, one one correction though. Can I go out to Mexico and come back on H-1B with the previous employer? No, no, no. I got confused in it. The reason is that if you're not working for the company, you cannot use that H-1B to come into United States. You will be put in deportation proceedings. Okay. It's only the company that you're working, you can use the H-1B. Uh, Karthik if you're not in non-immigrant status you cannot refile the application you have to uh, you have to do the interfiling the other option is that if you can get back to h1b and your family to H4 uh, that's another option that is there Thank you guys the next uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at 1130.